Hi, welcome to the One Thing Global Leadership Summit podcast. I'm Daniel Lim, your host. Today, we have special guests, Fred and Sue Rao from California, Bakersfield. Bakersfield is right in the middle, right? About two hours north or LA, four hours? Yeah, north and east. Okay, northeast of LA. So it's a hidden jewel. Hidden jewel, yes. That's, that's good, the right that's way to say it. That's a great way of putting it. Yes, we didn't you. see it around here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and you guys are in a city where there's a vibrant prayer room too, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But today we're in this very special place on location. Right. Hanhart, Germany. Right. A little town that unless you're looking for it, you won't find it. Right. How many people live in this town now? About, About 2,000. Yeah. But it's so quiet. There's a spirit of peace here. Oh, it, it's a refuge. I it's think the, the, the God given refuge. God given refuge will be the right phrase. Yeah, yeah. I mean God all protected. the way from the time yeah. of the Moravian until now. Yeah. Yeah. Remarkable. Yeah. I think it will continue to be so, even as we walk into the final chapters of what the Lord wants to do yeah. on the earth. Yes. God yeah. will keep this place as a yes. place of refuge. Mm-hmm. So it's a privilege that we can talk about this global watch initiative right on site in Hernhut, Germany today. Amen. So, yes. so yeah. So a few years ago, God began to highlight Hernhut Germany to both of you as a very important part of your spiritual inheritance. Do you want to elaborate that, Fred and Sue? Sure. Well, I'll start. And the, the, the issue with the Hernhut and the Moravians is that it was uh, almost 300 years ago, there was ignited a prayer movement that lasted. It was 24-7 and it lasted for over 100 years, which means multiple generations. And... Our, aside from loving prayer ourselves, we felt like there's, there's some secret that they had in, in Heronhut that sustained them beyond, you know, to multiple generations. It wasn't just one person's idea, and then it, it, it died with the person. And, uh, and so one of the secrets, one of the main things that we believe was the secret to their success was that it wasn't just people praying. They didn't just have the vertical relationship, but they were a community. They loved each other. They got together every night. It was very much, I think, probably as similar as you could get to the to the you know second chapter of Acts, where wow. they were they were living together in community. Have and all that, things making, in common. Have all One things in common. Mm-hmm. They were they were they were they were working during the day. They were you know they were uh, you know artisans, whatnot. But they would get together almost every night and worship and pray, and they really loved each other. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's. Something that oftentimes in the prayer movement today, we're, 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 we don't understand, we, we talk community, but we don't understand how really important it is. Yeah. So why this place? Why is it so special? Why did the Holy Spirit highlight this place as a spiritual inheritance? Well, uh, when we kind of were drawn into the prayer movement, when God convicted us of our prayerlessness, you know, a couple decades ago, um, we merged into the prayer movement in many different places we went and experienced different things, but what we saw missing was relationship, and we were really hungry to develop that community. So as we have worked in the prayer movements, you know, for these years, the relational aspect we've always had as a forefront, you know, how can we continue to relate and connect? And um, we didn't realize it then, but um, a few years ago, just maybe five years ago, I was prompted to look up our family heritage. We'd been out east to Fred's families and found the, fa- the family graveyard, and Johannes Rao, the father of the Rao family, 
on his graveyard, it says, it sounds horrible to talk about graveyards, but... Well, we just walked down to the Jensen <laughs> graveyard. I think it's awesome. It was like, wow, our hero. Yes. Well, on his, on his gravestone, it says, friend of the Indians and friend of the missionaries. Wow. And uh, it didn't take me long until I was reading something on the internet. You know how you can surf the internet. You don't know where you're landing. Yes. I didn't realize it, but I was in the Princeton Library mm -hmm. reading the diary of Count von Zinzendorf. I thought, this sounds like somebody that's writing in first person. And sure enough, it was his diary, and there's our family name. Wow. And uh, the first Native American uh, congregation and reported revival happened at the Rao compound with the Moravians wow. in Shikomiko, New York. It's wow. on the, you can look it up on Wikipedia. Wow. <laughs> but um, and the 14 goals for that, that community, three of them related to the Rao family. Wow. So uh, in fact, Jeanette Rao married one of the Moravian leaders and she actually um, gave her life on the mission field. Um, wow. Yeah. And so you came back here to so, look for the... Yeah, we, we, it was resonating in our heart to hold a meeting here because we'd been called to this watchman kind of um, mandate and it's been a journey in understanding what yeah, that is. Yeah, you've gone even, to key you know, location around the world. We understand yeah. the house yeah. of prayer, but what is a watchman in relation to a house of prayer? And now we're getting an even greater clarity that it's, uh, it's emerging from it. It can't be separate from it. It is emerging from it. And um, so we uh, took a, a venture here to forerun, seeing if it might be possible to have a meeting here for Watchmen. And um, the moment we landed here in Hernhut, we met with our host, uh, Mechtilt. You probably met her. And I looked down the street, and there was this contingent of diplomatic corps, is all I can say. It, very VIP looking. Yes. There was a, a big it was promotion. like it's, it's something you just don't limousines you know, and go this up kind to. Of thing. In a but little town like in this. In a little, a little town. town. Yeah. Well, it, it found out that it, it, they went up to God's Acre, and I said, I'm too curious not to go. <laughs> okay, so, elaborate. God's Acre is basically the place where Zenzendorf yeah. was re late rest, right? Yes. That yes. We, the tomb is up there. Yeah. The graves <clears throat> of many, many missionaries are up there. They're marked by the little white yeah. things. But um, anyway, uh, we followed them up there, and finally one of the Secret Service, I guess it was, came up to them, and they said, would you like to meet President, um, oh, I'm, what's his name? Uh, Gauk, name, President yeah. Gauk. And <coughs> I said, the president? <laughs> Why, well, sure. And so we went up to meet the president of Germany, who had just decided they would go off the track and visit Herrenhut while traveling through Germany. What we a met. providential... It, and, God can only he, do that. He welcomed us to Germany. He, he welcomed said, Welcome us. to Germany from the president of Germany. The Talking president. about an open door to a yeah, nation. Yeah, yeah. 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 This is the first, our first visit to Herrenhut. This is yeah. 2016. 2016, yeah. yeah. First visit, yeah. and the president of the land welcome you. So yeah. the story you can't make the very quickly up. through this, the village. <laughs> you must be really important people. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it, it, it's precious to our hearts because knowing his, his heritage and what's on our hearts, deep in our hearts, what God's called us to do, the, the resonance, the DNA, God knows what to put together, so he did it. 
Well, I first met both of you, very impressed by your leadership and your tenacity and your focus to call watchmen forward and to fill the heart of the watchman with the right ethos and the mm. value and the teaching. And you were the uh, celebration coordinator for Transform World when mm. we first interfaced yeah. with Louis Bush yes. and the gang. And then you, uh, years later, you founded this Global Watch yeah. with some of our mutual friends. Yeah. And uh, share with us a little bit more. What is behind that heartbeat? I mean, you talk about the importance of House of Prayer and the Watchmen, how they're related. I, I'm sure it comes from that angle a little. <laughs> but there's something that's driving you doing it year after year, encouraging the Watchmen, giving them focus, re creating community among them. This is very clear, tangible fruits that you are doing. Yeah. That's why I can describe it. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. Well, go, go ahead, Sue. You, you explain it because I think one of the things that's really important is that it really relates to the end times. Yes. And, and since IHOP is, is going through this whole study of the end times and really wanting to equip people, I think this is I'm a very so important, important piece of that. Well, um, what sustains us is that just a fire on our altar, um, a fire in our heart for this. It's the call of God. Um, back in 2000, I had an open vision of. Um, I sat on the streets of New York and saw two towers explode and a giant pair of hands come down, pick it up, and it was Big Ben. And the Lord... Did you say the two towers exploded and then became the Big Ben in the United Kingdom? Yeah. A giant I, pair I've heard the first part. The second part just never registered to yeah, me about Big ben. ben. You know, this time I came from London, the Big Ben was completely covered by scaffolding. You can only see a tiny little claw. I, I know why. I mean, for re okay, renovation. <laughs> it was just, just interesting. The Big Bang part never struck my brain. I'm sure you told yeah. me before. It yeah. just never registered. Well, yeah. it, our, since that open vision, it, what the word of the Lord that came to me that, that time trying to discern what the heck is going on with this vision because it was so real. It was an open vision. It was not, you know, like, I think I'm seeing this. And um, the atmosphere around me completely shifted when that happened. And... Uh, the the word that I matched it to was Second Kings eleven, where the priest set up the watch and prepared the way for the king to come forward. Joash, when they presented Joash, he was the last seed of David, and the priest who set up the watch saved that last seed to Jesus. And that has riveted my attention. So ever the priests since. need to be in place. They That's had the strategy. Yeah. They knew the time. It was a six-year process when they took Joash out of this massive slaughter of all his brothers and sisters and cousins. Uh, what a horrible yeah. situation that was. But Jehoiada and Jehoshaphat had presence of mind to take Joash, hide him in the temple for six years. And on the seventh year, the time came. But you know what? They knew who to con contact throughout the land. And the priests, the Levites came forward. They set up watch at key, key gates. They had a whole procession. They had a whole understanding how to present the king. To bring forth the king, king. at the right time. At the right time. So and this I, is how this is relating to the end times because... To bring forth the king, the return of the king. We're, we're, the we're, king the, the watchmen need to be on the wall ready for, the, for, for Jesus' return. Because it's he's, new 18. Yeah. Crying out day and night as yeah. watchmen, yeah. and will, when the Son of Man comes, yes. yeah. will he find faith yes. on the earth? Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. exactly. In Isaiah 52 8, it says, Your watchmen shall uh, raise up their voices, they shall sing, and they shall see eye to eye when the Lord brings back Zion. Wow. 
You see, and the Ezekiel wheels, the wheels within the wheel, they're all connected, they're moving together. So it's so it, it, an enormous task, but uh, what I've seen is God is just doing it. He, he's connecting people supernaturally, and we are just trying to walk this thing out, figuring out what the next step yeah. is. And, 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 and a key piece to this, the, if the watchmen are going to see eye to eye, then they need to be hearing from the Lord, but they also need to be in agreement with each other, communicating with each other, in relationship with each other. And that's partly why the, the whole thing with watchmen is so, why the relational piece is so important. Because we can have our, our, our vertical relationship with the Lord, and we should. But if we're going to be watchmen and we're going to be hearing prophetically and, and talking about it, we need to be relating to each mm -hmm. other. We need to say, what are you hearing from the Lord? What are, We need to be in agreement with each other. So, for instance, the meeting that we're having tonight, you know, we're, we're talking about and you're talking about some things. And one of the things that's really important is that you bring us together under the, under the anointing of the Lord and that we as watchmen hear together and come into agreement with what God is doing. And that is very powerful. You don't need necessarily a stadium full of people. You just need a remnant that are in agreement with each other and in agreement with the Lord. And amazing things happen. Well said. And... Um we, we need a whole generation of watchmen. We from do. Every nation. Yes. And from every generation. Every generation, all walks of life. Some people think that they need to be full time, but not mm -hmm. necessarily so. Two of you are physicians. Mm -hmm. I mean, by profession, you're still practicing, right. Fred, right? Yeah, right, yes. And then you gave yourself full time because there's so much to do, and mm -hmm. you raised three kids. <laughs> yeah. Are you grandparents yet? One. Okay, yes. <laughs> you know, you've gone through a whole cycle of life. Yeah. So this is watchman thing is completely doable with a yes in our heart. Absolutely. It, for people oh, who yes. are full-time, people who have yes. a profession, a busy life. Yes. Absolutely. And Absolutely. both of you prioritize your life, not only to do it, but to call others to do it. Mm -hmm. Yes. So as we're talking to our audience, leaders from around the world, how can they connect the watchman that they identify to what you're doing? What's the best way to jump on? Um, just go to the website, www.theglobalwatch.com, and uh, we have a little button there that says join. And um, take the plunge, join, and that What do they do once they join? Um, well, we get their information, and then we try to... We are beginning to build an infrastructure of contact people in key places. Um, there are different national uh, strategies that are emerging, and we can put them into that. For the U.S., we're going by zones. We've got zone leaders in place. So it's a work in process, and it's really quite organic. But what we really would like to see is what's burning on your heart? What do you what's God calling you to watch over? And let's develop a culture around that that comes alongside you. You can develop your own watch. Like, I'd love to see people in the business community. I'd like there's a major media a person here. I'd love to see what if we had Watchmen on the media. We need it. Yes, and but the but the but the core thing is that it's territorial, like like by nations and defined and the and the, and the way that people because people are living in different areas. They're not like it was in Heron Hut where everybody lived in the same community within walking distance of each other. But we're using modern technology, and and the the, the biggest thing that we're using is actually Zoom. Uh, video conferencing, mm -hmm. and so with Zoom, as you as you're well aware, I'm sure most of the listeners. So there's are a well global aware. watch call, Zoom once call a once a month. Yeah, you, you saw that today. Yeah, today we did one. Pray and for UK. How powerful yeah. it is when Russia comes in and blesses UK with the gates of Jesus. There's wow. one, but you know, then different nations that have developed this 
have usually a weekly call. They have their own they, zone they call. Have, they have their own. Their we own we call. have daily calls. Yeah. In, and in then you have America. one global call. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. And, and then and then um, and then between calls, we're communicating mainly through WhatsApp, through text messaging, and and you know through different WhatsApp groups. And with different regional expressions, like the UK just had their first Watchmen gathering where they met face to face. We're going to have a gathering in September for the United States Watch in Colorado Springs where we gather and meet face to face. We we don't want this to be totally technical. We've got to have that relational face to face uh, time with each other. So Which that's a big big part of this. Right. It's just not a phone call. Right. There is an actual relationship is very key. Yeah, it's very key. Yeah. It's essential, yeah. and that's part of the reason why. So so Heron Hut is becoming with our annual meetings. It's becoming the international place where we meet face to face, and we're and we're we're meeting for a week, and we're having we're having scheduled meetings, but then we have quite a bit of free time as well, so that we can talk with each other in between times, develop relationships. Mm -hmm. The Lord is developing a Watchman family, and uh, that is so key to what the Lord wants and to do. As as you know, because of your studies in the end times, it's going to get not get easier, and we've got to have. A company of people out there that will stand through the the darkness, stand with each other. When the trumpet calls in Iraq, we're connected enough where we can begin to rally, and uh, you know bring forth that light that's going to be bright in the darkness. Thank you for your faithful step of obedience mm -hmm. in calling watchmen in this generation. For some of us who are listening, our hearts are stirred, and we will say we want to be part of this or help spread the word. www.globalwatch.theglobalwatch.com the Dot com. Let me repeat, www.theglobalwatch.com. Go on, give your email. You will get the necessary information to be on the relevant Zoom call and group. Uh, Fred and Sue, one of you, would you pray for our audience, ask the Lord to activate their call and sustain what they're doing where they're at? Father, I thank you that your eyes range throughout the earth to strengthen those who are fully committed to you. Father, I know that there are watchmen crying out, finding out, trying to find their family. We call them out, Lord, to find that family of seers, the people yeah. that are, are standing yes, and Lord. contending day and night, Lord. They're, you're raising them up because you're preparing the earth. The birth pangs are before us. We see them, Father. Call out the watchmen from the ends of the earth, Father, to Jerusalem to stand on the wall and build up the walls of Jerusalem until it's made a praise in the earth. Father, we call it out. Our faith is in you, Father, in your word and what you have said. Thank you, Lord, for those who have stayed steady, stayed steady on the wall. I pray for their strength and their refreshing while they're here. Thank you for IHOP and the legacy from which so many things have birthed. Yeah. And we uh, bless it, and we thank you, Father, for this opportunity in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for staying tuned on our podcast. This is a podcast dedicated for prayer-saturated leadership, for leaders around the world who believe that prayer ought to be the priority and the sustenance in all that we do. So join us for the next podcast. There are more coming your way.